Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Hal Holiday's Rockin' Food Review. I am Hal Holiday, your host, here on Wave Radio of Austin. Yes, we have to my right the lovely, beautiful Miss Mama Kim. Hello, hello. How are we doing tonight? Doing good. You know, I think we're all just kind of getting back into the swing of things after the holidays. This is our first real week into 2021, which is exciting. It, it, and we had a pretty good week, right? Yeah, we had, we had a great week. We had a great, you know, couple of weeks, Christmas Eve into, you know, New Year's Day, extended that into the long weekend. Now we're on a, a little bit of a back to reality. Back to life. <laughs> back to... Speaking of back to life and reality, uh, we're going to uh, introduce our, our, our newest member to the Hell Holidays Rock and Food Review Show. Uh, we like to start the new year with new things, and he's very new to us, but not mm. that new. Mm. Well, uh, new, new, new to the, the, the radio program. New to, right. new to the format. Yes. This is true. Yeah. So, to my left, not as pretty as Kim by any means. Uh, I've been told different. But, uh, <laughs> the jury's still out. We don't know. but uh, <laughs> It's a hung jury. Uh, joining us tonight is Mr. Mike Lachance. Hey. Appreciate Mike, it. Mike, I said try new things. Put your pants back on. We're not talking about that stuff. I'm leaving. <laughs> we are already. so excited to have Mike with us. It'll add a, a good yeah. little dimension to our show. I think that Mike aligns with a lot of the things that we love, you know, talking about food and beverage and music. I like to eat and drink. Yeah. And listen to music. So oh, I you, think you, you fit right in. <laughs> right. I'm in. I'm already in. No, it'll be fun. Thanks for having me. It'll be a good time. So... I am Hal Holiday. I'm your host. Uh, quick uh, preview of myself. I am a professional chef, uh, musician, songwriter, done theater and all that good stuff. And uh, we are here to not uh, review restaurants. We are here to talk about the things that we love about restaurants and food and beverage mm-hmm. and breweries. And we're here to talk about our favorite musicians in the New England area as well, local musicians uh, who are all original. And uh, yeah, so Mama Kim. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, you know, haven't tuned in yet to our shows or may not be familiar, um, I, too, have a strong food and beverage um, professional background, have worked in hotels and restaurants and things of that nature, a lover of music, a lover of good food um, and beer. We certainly, we love to explore new areas for, you know, good bites to eat and um Visit new breweries. Visit breweries that we love. So, mm, all, beer. you know, <laughs> any, oh. anywhere within within driving distance for day trips. But we love to do long weekends and stuff too. So, oh, um, I'd fly out for a week for beer. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> like you know, a good beer like a drive. Yeah, <laughs> a good beer and then a drive. That's all, folks. Yes, that's all, right. all folks. It's been fun. <laughs> Thirty seconds into it, already done. Low alcohol beers in moderation. With food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, we have some special guests tonight, uh, as we usually do. We have a doubleheader on the food and uh, beer side tonight. Yep, we yep. have uh, Mr. Rich Healy from The Keep in Lowell mm-hmm. for the food side. And we also have Mr. Rich Healy, who also <laughs> uh, represents Medusa Brewing tonight. Yeah. So one of our favorite breweries in the Hudson, Mass. Yep, two great places. Uh, the Keep 
Rich will tell you more about, but a great whiskey bar, some really good, you know, mm, whiskey. Yeah, some really great, I would say, creative pub style food. Obviously, doing things a little bit different right now because of COVID, but I'll let him um, tune you in a little bit more to that. Um, and then with Medusa, a great brewery out of Hudson, Mass. They, uh, they produce such a great product, and their tap room is, is great. And they've gone through a little bit of changes too with COVID, and, and I'll have him touch on that as good well. Beer. But yeah, no, awesome. Rich is a good old friend of ours from, from Lowell. You he know, is, he has... He's actually younger than me, but he's a good friend. Well, I mean, somebody <laughs> who you've, you've been friends with, you can still call him an the old friend, thing, right? Yeah, he also has no tone. Just, oh, I'm yeah. just going to say this right now to get it out of the way. <laughs> oh, Rich has no tone. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure we'll get, we'll get Rich we'll to get tell to that, that story, that Sinatra story about uh, having uh, no tone. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Sinatra, our musical guest tonight is uh, a local legend and one oh. of my personal favorites, <laughs> uh, Mr. Melvin Taylor will be on tonight with us. Yeah, good stuff. Oh, uh, Melvin's great. Um, good friends, uh, good, good things all around from Melvin Taylor. So we're going to be back uh, real quick after this little break. Uh, we are Hell Holidays, Rockin' Food Review here on Wave Radio Boston. If you want to call in tonight, the listen line is 617-829-9283. The text line is 617-764-9283. You can also hear us on Wave Radio Boston Rocks. No, Mike, stop texting. You, you're here. I wanted it's to a, call in. No, you're not <laughs> calling in tonight. No, but please, don't be shy. We, lo- we love it when people call in. Maybe we'll even get a, a, a weekly appearance by um, Papa oh, Dubuque Papa this Andre. week. Papa <laughs> Andre. Papa Andre's weekly segment. Can we have 10 guys talk at once and have then your father come in the end and then chime in loudly? And then go, I can't hear anything. <laughs> we could try to do that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a quick music break and uh, we're going to open up this music set with a hot date, the zoo number by uh, called Blues for Jimmy in honor of Mr. David Cleaves, who unfortunately passed away this week. Uh, a great soul, a great man, a great musician and, and friends and uh, loved by many. So... Rest in peace, David, and uh, this is Hal Holiday's Rocket Food Review. We'll be right back.
Wave Radio Boston is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We'll stream this show and past ones. Just go to the listen link on our webpage, wrbrocks.com. Don't forget that if you missed the beginning of the show, you can always catch it on our streaming replays, or if you prefer to do the podcast thing, hit our podcast link, also found on the listen link, or download the Anchor FM app and search for Wave Radio Boston. Welcome back to Hal Holiday's Rockin' Food Review. I am Hal Holiday. You just heard blues for Jimmy from Hot Day at the Zoo uh, in honor of Dave Cleves, who passed away this week. Uh, God rest your soul, sir. And you just heard Fear from Chris Ruddy, who was our guest last week, who uh, was an amazing guest as well. And uh, that song was not featured last week, but it was this week. So, yeah. So here we go. Good. Here's some, here's some local music. It, it absolutely is. Uh, so, Kim. Would you like to say something about the next guest? Yeah, so next we have Rich Healy. Richie, there? I am here. Hey, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you two doing? We're doing, you know, we're, we're hanging in Rich, there like the rest of now, us. it's three now, Rich. It's three. <laughs> There's three. I am sorry. I did hear that at the beginning. Hey, Rich, what's the but Wi-Fi how password? How are the three of you doing? <laughs> and yeah. your social security number. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we've got our we've got our little stepchild Mike in with us now, so he, he doesn't like to be forgotten about. <laughs> but let's um, let's hear hear what's going on with you. I mean, um, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, you're here tonight representing the Keep and Medusa. Um, you know, so tell us a little bit about your 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 restaurant background. You know, where where you first started. Uh, well, I I feel like I just kind of grew up in pubs uh, and. <laughs> some reason i was just destined to actually have one one day just because I, I have no other use now uh, <laughs> i uh started uh, I, uh, <laughs> how true that feels i started um washing dishes when i was uh, a teenager and then uh serving at restaurants that's funny kim makes me do that all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you the chef yeah. Well, I mean, oh, I'm the home <laughs> chef. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> but no, I uh, I think I just kind of slowly because uh, I, I again I, I just wasn't a, I was a very lazy, unmotivated child when it came to uh, school or anything else. I found myself uh, doing what I could to make some cash and running around restaurants and enjoying it more than I did anything else at the time. So I started bartending when I was. Um, 21, uh, you know, which well, I had my first legal drink when I was bartending, which is a great thing. Well, that's good. And then good job. Uh, started cooking, and yeah, thank you, and everything else. So it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of been a career, a lifelong career in the restaurant business. As as I think with many of us who have been in this business for quite some time, it's you almost feel like you were chosen rather than chose it. Yes, uh, uh, more, some days more than others, but yes. <laughs> One hundred percent. It's and it does feel a little bit of like that love hate relationship at times too. Oh God, it's a it's a constant push and pull. You know, I I uh, I, I lo- yes, I love it, and then there are the days where you can feel your hair turning gray or losing it. <laughs> yeah, probably that. Ah, actually, definitely getting closer to losing it. It's kind of um, like the. the no, it's, you- uh, when you see a picture of a president when he goes into office and when he comes out, you're like, "What the hell happened?" Oh God! I mean, especially now that I now that I I own it, uh, and I always I think there was this always this thing when you're like a server or a bartender, you always kind of 
sit back and you look at the owner and you're like, what the hell does that person actually do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cries at night. They don't do yeah. anything. What does he do besides go home and drink nothing. himself to death? I don't know. Yeah. Screams into now, a pillow and wishes he wasn't the there. End. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm on the other end, I'm just like, oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. That guy worked hard. I feel like such an ass after all those years. I wish it was easy. It's all in retrospect, right? It's funny you say that, Richie, because there's been many bosses that I've called back years later where it's like, man, I'm so sorry I was such an idiot because I'm surrounded by me right now, you know, in in a different level. But, uh, yeah, man, the keep, we love the keep. Uh, Rich, I've known Rich for quite a while. He's a dear friend of mine, and... um, I remember Rich B being high at the bar. That's how I first met you. And uh, two things that I got out of Rich was one was enjoying sour beers, which I never liked until I met you one time at the tap in Haverhill and you were like, try this. And I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm like, this beer's yeah. no good. It's sour. Do you like eggs? <laughs> so that was my first uh, attempt at sour. I hated it, but now I love sours. So thank you for that, Rich. And then oh, I, I, do you want to tell the story about No Tone? Oh, it's... it's uh... It's got to be one of my favorite ongoing jokes. <laughs> uh, mostly, the people involved were great, uh, but I, I was bartending at uh, Ward Eight at the time, which is now Thirsty First, um, which is a fantastic bar to get behind. I love that bar. Yep, another it's great like bar, low classic kind of dive feel. Um, and we had a good crowd when that first opened up. It was nice. You had a, a good mix of people, but you had like class there you know it was, Thank it was you. very fun so i don't know i don't know what you were doing there. <laughs> yeah. and then walked in paul i knew we were going to come with that that's why i said thank you i knew it was coming rich, rich you should have said we had good people until <laughs> yeah until but we we had a very funny chef at the time who was um like all chefs a very opinionated human being uh and his name was jay downs a uh, good guy he's worked all over lowell and uh he was having a, a. You and him were having a debate at the bar. Or no, I no. You and him have. You and him are having a debate. I just caught what I thought you said. Oh no! Yeah, him and I were ta- we were talking about Frank Sinatra, and Sinatra. I'm a, I'm a big Sinatra guy. I uh, I grew up with Sinatra in the house. It was my father's favorites. My father always played it for us. Um, and Jay was basically saying that Sinatra had no tone when he when he sung. That it was just kind of all you know out there and obviously I was disagreeing but Hal who was picking up on the conversation and had had a good amount no hears it and just looks at Jay and just goes no no and leaves like leaves the entire bar like, yep. and I just kind of watch him as he walks Didn't out tab. and he just kind of drunkenly stumbles like no it doesn't pay his tab like, the place is full. Like, it's a good scene. He just hears the comment and is so insulted by it <laughs> that he takes off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and, and Jay just, and, and Jay, our chef, just looks at me and goes, did that just happen? I go, yeah, dude. I'm like, I think you yeah, cause, him cause, off Yeah, because Jay Downs has never walked out in a tab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was amazing. But it was very funny. <laughs> oh, from that day on, though, every time I see Rich, it's like, you got no tone. And I'm like, well, how do you think my band's yeah. called the No Tones? <laughs> fantastic. But then you dropped it. Uh, you dropped it on me one time when I was in Haverhill working. I yes. I forget where I was. I was at the I was at the Barking Dog, and all of a sudden the waiter the waitress comes up to me and goes, "Excuse me, uh, the man in the other booth wants me to let you know that you have no tone." <laughs> <laughs> what, what? He didn't say buy you a beer. He said you have no tone. 
<laughs> just so you know. And can you borrow 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah. And it's got to get right home. <laughs> so, Rich, why don't you let us know a little bit about um, what motivated you and what the beginning process was of the keep? Well, I think the space kind of motivated me more than anything else. Um, I was at that, that time where either you're going to do this or you're not going to do this. And you're going to have to start looking for a space to kind of get it done, try to figure it out. Um, and uh, so it's a very uncertain time, you know. I was kind of making a call if I was going to pursue the restaurant industry or, you know, uh, try to become a real boy. And <laughs> Peter Pan. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, the space that is Ricardo or was formerly Ricardo's on uh, 110 Gorham Street in Lowell became available. And I always had loved the space. I loved the bar. Uh, I loved the age of the building, just the bones of the building. And I was like, if I'm going to do anything in Lowell, um, if this space is available, then this is the time. And I just have to do it now. I got to pull the trigger. So uh, before I even really knew the concept, I mean, I had an idea kind of what I wanted to do. Before I had the name or anything else, I jumped on the space. And from there, everything just kind of organically took off a bit. And also, that space is uh, it's a lot of history, because anybody who's familiar with uh, Lowell and this, and this writer that people might know called Jack Kerouac, that was a space that he hung out in. I, what was the name of the place, Rich? Do you remember the, real, the original name? It was uh, Nicky's. Nicky's, that's right. It was uh, kind of like... Uh, scantily clad scantily women, clad right? Scantily women dancing on a bar and Jack yeah. throwing up all over himself. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Jack Kerouac, <laughs> the, the, the world history writer here. So, Who's that guy in the corner? It's Jack Kerouac. Yeah. Is yeah. he throwing up at himself? Yeah. <laughs> it was either get punched in the face or go, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a brilliant writer. <laughs> yeah, good, good guy. Good guy. No, it's, yeah, there's a lot of history in that building. It's a beautiful building. So now, I know you love whiskey, mm. um, and I know that that had a lot, you put a lot of thought into, you know, curating a, a lot of the bottles there. So, you know, on average, you know, tell us about your selection that you have there. So, right now, it's definitely a little heavier on the American side than it would be Scotch, Irish, or Japanese, but I think that's just kind of where uh, fashion is trended. America! Yeah, it's definitely been that. So, I mean, I have, I probably have around 260 bottles there right now. And oh, I'd say about 120 right there. are American whiskeys, mm. um, which is nice. I like, I, uh, I enjoy that where, you know, that kind of is, that swell has happened. It's, uh, it's good because it's, it usually tends to be more affordable whiskey per ounce. So people can kind of bounce around and try more. I, I'm a, I'm a big scotch guy. I love scotch, but the um, the price tag that comes with a poor scotch is higher and you know, gets higher and higher and higher. So American whiskey, I think, offers a lot of young drinkers an affordable alternative and also a way to get into whiskey. Mike was so just uh, flashing me a sign, Rich, that said Mad Dog 2020. I kept <laughs> telling him, no, that's not whiskey. They don't have that there. <laughs> and no, no, Mike, Southern Comfort you know, is not whiskey not either. <laughs> Dear God, no. After four and a half bottles, it's anything. It's funny, though, because, Rich, you'll appreciate this. My sister says, I love whiskey. I said, what kind of whiskey do you drink? She goes, I love Fireball. I went, that's not whiskey. Don't ever say that again. It's high school whiskey. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know, I I know that you, ha we've, we've been there multiple times, and it's always great to just kind of stare in awe. I mean, to, it. 
and then you also have great staff there too that can guide you in the direction of you know what your taste may be if you like something on the sweeter side if you like something a little bit more peaty um it, it, that's also a great touch to it to a nice little bar like yours total key to have for a staff to know what you Thank want you. Mm-hmm. yep not only that but you also uh-huh. have the famous lutatashi mixologist behind the bar most of the time too who makes incredible cocktails and is very well knowledge on bourbons and whiskeys and everything best. else yeah he's he's absolutely the best it's his, uh actually it's his birthday on saturday i believe Oh, great. Now I'm going to do something? <laughs> well, yeah, COVID. you win. <laughs> I'll shave happy birthday no, on my because, chest. And so <laughs> I, I know, obviously, right now, too, you know, your, your um, parameters are a little bit different than what they were when you first yes. opened. Um, I know you guys tried to, to open back up after being closed for some time, like many others out there. And I believe you're on a takeout model right now, correct? Yeah, it just didn't really seem... Like it was worth it to be honest with you. Uh, it's I uh, I don't know how really to describe it. It's it's strange. You never really think that you have to dumb your business down like that. Um, we did it mostly out of health and safety. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't even think if there were any if if all restrictions had been lifted tomorrow by you know the governor or anything, I still think people would be staying home because I think people are. Are nervous and people are scared and you know, you know uncertain and strange I'm, times i'm glad you said that rich because we've we've discussed this with numerous restaurants on the show and in and, and, and person just friends i think that the common theme with all owners at this point in time is what you just said i mean i think that they're saying whether regardless we're open or not a lot of people don't want to go out and risk it so what you're doing yeah. is the best thing you can do at this point to keep people safe keep operational so we appreciate it man no, thank you. You know, it's 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 strange times, but uh, again, I'm I'm lucky that uh, the staff is as, as professional and as good as they are. Cause they're the ones that are basically helping uh, take out and everything else get going. Um, and it's fun. I mean, Friday, Saturday, uh, our chef Pete, you know, enjoys just being back there right now at all. So uh, we got to do uh, some fun little things just for takeout only, which is uh, which is cool. Yeah, I, I honestly, little silver line. I honestly think that. It's a conspiracy theory for all the restaurants in Lowell not to let me in. That's why they're all doing takeout. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but I think, you know, your your concept there, much like the, you know, Warp and Weft and the Old Court, it's about going for the experience. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. about, you know, picking up food, you know, which is, is great that you guys are offering on the weekend. But, you know, once things get back up and running, I think everybody should, you know, go back down and, and check it out. You know, it, it is a great experience to to be there and see all the great you know especially all the great you know european style beers that you bring in you know all the whiskeys it's definitely much more about about being there and being communal and stuff too so something will break rich something's gonna break for you guys in the industry it'll break hopefully not the 200 bottle of scotch (laughs) i'll just start my tab now with paul (laughs) so rich fridays and saturdays you said you said for takeout correct Yes, Friday and Saturdays, um, our general manager updates our social media. That's how we communicate what's available at the okay. time and everything else, because we still do like to keep everything uh, fresh and everything else. So we're not, we, we still haven't really added a freezer actually to the place, even with all this going on. So uh, it's, it's good. The food is good. I'm lucky. Uh, I got spoiled with our chef. Good stuff. All right, we're going to take a quick break, play a little bit of music, um, and then when we come back, we're going to um, pick your brain about Medusa. Ooh. 
Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And we have a um, we have a black is beautiful. We're going to drink with you too. Yeah. Oh, nice. That is a fantastic beer. You gotta listen to Hal Holiday's Rock and Food Review with Rich Healy from the Keep on the line right now. We'll be right back soon. Call us at 617-829-9283 with any questions or text us if you're shy. 617-764-9283. We'll be right back. See you soon.
Have you seen Memphis? Lena? My advice to you, start drinking heavily. It's the best local station. Time to hit the button! Internet radio for the cassette generation. Yeah, you are back here on Wave Radio Boston. I am Hal Holiday, your host this evening on Hal Holiday's Rockin' Food Review. Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com with a song or two and tell us a little bit about you. We'll get back to you about profiling your music in upcoming gigs. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right, that was Mama Kim right there. You just heard... Stay by Ariel Strasser and Isolation by the one and only John Lennon. 
We'd like to uh, wish a very, very happy birthday to a very, very dear friend of ours tonight who's listening. Mr. John Anderson, everybody. Give him a hand. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday, John. We love you, buddy. We are, we are not singing, though. <laughs> no, we're not. One, two. No? Shut up. Okay, sorry. I was really surprised on him. So we got Rich Healy on the line. Rich, you still there? Rich? No? Uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> Technical difficulties? Do you have to put him back in? Rich, blink once for yes, two for no. No, I don't know what happened to Rich. I think you lost him. All right, well, maybe if Rich could give us a call back if you're still on, um, which I think you are. Um, In the meantime, I can do a little intro into um, his Medusa background. Wait, Rich? Yep. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Rich, I was going to be you for about 10 minutes, but I decided not to be. You know what? I, I've been telling Paul these these little <laughs> yeah. these little glitches are, are all just a learning experience. You don't you, you can never fully learn the the position. Until, I'm not coming back to this. Until you make a mistake. <laughs> this is true. And by the way, Rich, uh, you have a text that came and said the keep is the one place I order the chicken entree, brick chicken, I believe, with an old fashioned, of course, Becca. Oh, good stuff. Ah, awesome. That's a great combination. I like the way Becca rolls. <laughs> we do too. So, Rich, we heard a little bit about the keep um, in your background and opening that location, um, but you have also taken on another new venture in your professional career. You know, not that owning a, a restaurant is isn't enough. Then you have a, a gig with uh, Medusa. Yes, I uh, in September I uh, I took a job with them. Um, to start helping them expand sales outside of Massachusetts. Well, in, in Massachusetts, but then to other states as well. And uh, they're a fantastic brewery owned by great people. Um, it's, uh, it's a thrill to take the role. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this all being over so I can get out there and start moving their beer. Okay, so Medusa located in downtown Hudson, Mass. Yes. They, um... uh, we are I'm trying to think how big we are in hudson we have a seven barrel system we've been there for a while one of my um, favorites by the way i love medusa rich thank you thank you paul i appreciate that brother it's, it's awesome beer but we uh we've been there for a while and now we uh we actually just partnered with jack's abbey out of framingham oh awesome, man. awesome 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 beer yeah they're the best using they're, they're using more of their production the space awesome so everything that comes out and goes to stores now is being brewed at Jack's App, which is a dream come true because Jack is an incredible brewer. The fact that we have someone like him just kind of overseeing production, um, working with you know people on our beers and everything else, and working in collaboration with our brewer, Keith Antle, just a, who is a, a unbelievably versatile and talented. But the, the facilities alone, the lab... Um, the equipment, I mean, they have a center field. They just have all these big boy things in this industry that it's very hard for any brewery, unless you're a large brewery, to have. So it just it, it adds another element to the game that we, uh, we desperately needed. You know what uh, I really love about Medusa, too, Rich, is that anytime you go there, it's just so welcoming and warm. Uh, and they have local music and local artists. And it, even during COVID, you picked up. And they had a system like I've never seen before because it was like new at the time. But they had it down and dialed in to get your beer. It was unbelievable. They're they're unbelievably good people. Um, the owners, the three owners, Sully, Tom, 
and uh, and Keith are, are are lights out, just great people. And then Sarah, who uh, runs everything internally, um, I I handle sales, you know, basically for our beer that happens outside of it, and she handles everything on the inside. And she's just dynamite. She keeps everything wired tight, um, and they, they they really are a great operation. But it's 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 nice to work for you know people. As almost as funny as that sounds, I spent the last seven years working kind of for a corporation uh, more in the beverage industry. And it feels nice to actually work with people who just kind of care about you and how you're doing and, and love what they do and love the product. And I think the beer um, definitely shows that. Oh, it shines through, no doubt. I mean, my favorite thing about Medusa is that I can't go in there without making a jackass out of myself because I'm like, <laughs> laser cat, pew, 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 pew. They're like, dude, who's that guy? Get him out of here. Oh, he's back. We heard about him from Lowell. Get him out of here. <laughs> So laser laser cat is that part of your um, your core now that you are canning that is available in stores? Yes. So that is our big eight percent imperial IPA. Um, it's a delicious beer. Uh, very like tropical. Uh, very fruity. Uh, very fruity. I mean, it it reminds me almost of kind of some of that West Coast style resiny thicker big beer, but with kind of the, the hop profile of New England IPA. So it's it's definitely not something that we call a hazy IPA, um, but it, it just has all these big bursting tropical notes, and it's a fantastic beer. We sell a ton of it. Um, that's probably that's our, probably our flagship. We kind of have a core four lineup, but we sell so much of that beer that it's really uh, a lead horse. So I was also excited, speaking of, like we were earlier about the driving to our favorite breweries and then having to then drive home. I was a huge fan of laser cat, but was always very hesitant to get a full pour. And then came the laser kitten. Wow. <laughs> laser kitten's a great beer. Um, Is we, it like whiskey so dog or anything or like a Rottweiler beer we can try? <laughs> that, that, yeah. That was called oh. red dog. Yeah, yeah. Red dog. Yeah. That's a bad dog. Oh, oh, yeah. Staple. <laughs> so the laser kitten, I think, still has a lot of that same great flavor, a little bit lower in alcohol, which I think a lot of um, brewers are starting to lean towards so that people can en- enjoy so a took, little bit more. Yes, that's, you put it absolutely perfectly. We She always does. I, when, when, I, when I signed on, I, I, I sat there and I, I kind of went over the owner, with the owners what I wanted for the Core 4 lineup. And obviously, uh, Laser Cat was one of them. And I wanted Kitten in there, but I felt there may be a disconnect um, in terms of just the beer becoming its own if it had such a similar name to Cat. You know, it was, all right, Laser Kitten, Laser Cat, you know, do you want to be known as Cat Brewery or do you <laughs> want this beer to be on its own? Kim loves Cat Brewery. So we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, Always a fun thing, but yeah, at the end of the day, you kind of want to let everyone know you're about the beer. Yeah, because we so all know we, that Cat House is not a good name to have for a brewery. <laughs> I, well, I, I like I, it. No, I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Maybe too much of one demographic, and then no one's having a good time. <laughs> but yeah, me we, and Paul. Uh, yeah, yeah, you too. <laughs> so we, we took it back to the drawing board in terms of just the concept of the name, and we renamed it Lola IPA um, and gave it a bit of a... a just a redesign for the can and everything else. And it's it's similar hot profile to Laser Cat, except it's 4.5%. Oh, good to know. I did see that in the store today, and I didn't Hello, recognize that, that label. <laughs> yeah, so we, 
we wanted to really make sure that that beer became something on its own because I think that beer has the potential to really do uh, very, very well because it's a delicious beer. And as you said, you can actually have, you know, two or three of them and then not cut your toe off when you're mowing well, that, <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, That's the first beer that blew my mind flavor profile-wise with such a low ABV beer. Uh, and I know you not to compare, but like Harpoon Rec League, well, it's like... Those beers, yeah. low ABV, but they have so much flavor. So it's so impressive they could do that, you know? You know, it's, it was funny because it, it was always early on when I was selling beer and people were just starting to get into it and the beer craze had kind of taken off. Everyone was like, all right, well, how, how strong can we make this beer? Now, well, this beer is 8%. Well, my beer is 9%. Well, this guy's got a beer that's 10%. Yeah. This and guy's got a beer that's going to kill him. Kind of yeah, and you're like, all right, well, how much is a... I mean, I, I, I wanted to have a beer, and now it's like I have one, and I feel like I'm fun. <laughs> when they start so dropping worms at the bottom of beer, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just, it got a little goofy. You know, I remember there was um, there was a beer from BrewDog uh, back before they had just kind of done this entire, you know, like, you know, a pub-scale thing, and it was called Tactical Nuclear Penguin. And that was that was the name, and they didn't really tell you the style of beer, and it came in a taxidermied animal. Seriously? I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm was not it Danny DeVito? It actually existed. I, I, <laughs> it was it was over eighty proof. Oh my lord! And somehow it was still a beer. Yeah, that, that's not even technically sound. <laughs> no, with this weird clack. Yeah, it was the strangest thing, and I remember just seeing a bottle at a. At a beer convention, just being like, I think we've gone too far, everybody. Yeah, that's like, called chloroform. I think, I think we need to bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> that bottle comes with an intervention. So, segueing into... Yeah, that it, bottle should. <laughs> segueing into a beautiful, rich, dark, a little bit higher ABV beer of yours that we are actually consuming right now that, from what I understand, is part of a, a nationwide collaboration called uh, Black is Beautiful. Uh, what an, yeah. a great imperial stout at at ten percent, you know, aged in toasted oak spirals. It says by Uncle Nearest. Uh, if you want to tell us a yeah. little bit bit about that project, so we were very happy to take part. Uh, Weathered Souls out of uh, San Antonio, Texas, um, got together and and got this going. And I believe now they have just under twelve hundred breweries that have taken part. Um, and one hundred percent of the uh, proceeds for the beer goes to uh, local charities who are fighting uh, police brutality and racial discrimination. Um, so it's, it's an incredible collective. Um, we're, we're honored to be a part of it. And the list of breweries on the sites that have taken part really is, is, uh, is very, uh, very heartening. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And that beer, um, Keith Antle, our brewer, had, had reached out and he said, hey, do you know any African-American-owned uh, distilleries in the area? Like, I know a few, and I'm like, but if you want to go, you know, I mean, what were you thinking? Think about this for beer, because like, you should really, you know, if you want to go for people who are just doing the whiskey right, on top of that, African-American-owned and the first woman um, distillery owned, uh, Uncle Nearest out of uh, Tennessee is just top-notch stuff. That's a, so, awesome. Uh, we reached awesome. out to them. Yeah, just fantastic people and incredible product. Uh, we reached out to them, and they sent us up um, the whiskey and uh, we soaked uh, the oats in it ourselves, and then uh, because they're they're selling so much of the whiskey, they couldn't really give us a barrel. They need their barrels. Um, but we were we were happy just to get the whiskey in order to soak the oak spirals in. 
Um, and the beer came out fantastic. I actually worked on the canning line myself, just getting it ready to go. Um, and it's 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 a delicious beer, right? As you said, at, at 10%. Um, I don't think it comes off too hot, though. Um, it's very, very balanced. Our uh, our brewer, Keith, is he's, his work with stouts and English uh, ales in general, uh, not necessarily big, sexy brand styles that people love now, but he has this uh, incredible ability to just nail porters and stouts um, and, and scotch ales and all these other things. He just blows it out of the water, and I think he really uh, nailed it with this one. It's only available at the brewery if, uh, if anyone would like to go get it. Well, I'll tell you right now, I mean, he nailed it because when we first opened it and took a sip, all three of us were like, wow, this is amazing. Instantly. And like Kim said, the minute it hits room temperature a little bit, it really like opens up mm-hmm. too. Yep, it's good, good stuff. Oh, good, Kim good. has an incredible palate. Good, good Thank cold oh, weather. Oh, I know. Kim, Kim, Kim. Everything's about Kim. <laughs> I've had 25 thus far. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think Kim and I spent probably like six hours with with two other pe- with two other people in cobblestones judging a beer competition one time. I remember being extremely impressed by her palate. Oh, up on the Nailed second floor. Hey, there's no, you know. Yeah, remember, it was a homebrew company. Yeah, there's that Merrimack Bowl. Valley homebrew club. Rich, it, Rich, I was with two guys behind yeah. you judging you guys, judging them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is that, and you know, Rich, and this doesn't, I don't want to sound sexist, but I remember, like, working at Cobblestones and Moonstones, and Kim's knowledge of beer was incredible. And back then, mm-hmm. people were like, you know, guys only know beer. Women don't know beer, you know. And she blow minds, yeah. right? Oh, it was, it's, it was such the, the proverbial old boys club for the longest time, for the strangest reason. Like, no, it's men, men, no beer. I was like, I, I, I don't get that at all. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> no. <laughs> she came out of nowhere. And then, and then yeah, not to no, mention whiskey, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I think you're the person who uh, actually taught me how to make my Sazerac good when I was a young bartender coming up. Oh, Sazeracs. I always forget about those lovely cocktails. All right, Rich, we're going to wrap it up here a little bit, but I just want to, before we let you go, if you could let us know about, you know, what's happening at the brewery now, when people can pick up beer, um, and also what local stores they might be able to find your beer in. So, uh, local to uh, the area where I live in Lowell, you can find... Um, Lincoln Liquors and Tewksbury, uh, Low Liquors and Drum Hill and Chelmsford, those are all uh, great stores that carry a good amount of the product. Um, the brewery itself right now is just available for pickup only, and it's an online menu that changes uh, kind of just by what's available. And you can go online, uh, build your, your order, pay, and then you just go in and they already have it set up and grab it. It's pretty cool. It's easy. Um, it's extremely safe, which is very nice. And I, uh, I would suggest, we we did that at the beginning of the summer, COVID times. We went down and mm. picked up some beer. The process was very simple, very easy, very safe. And you've got to get some real chill flatbread while you're down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's a great restaurant right up the way from us. So everybody it's take, a cool t- area in that Hudson area. Take, take a ride down to Hudson. It's really not that far, right off 495. Order some pizza, order some great beer, and you'll, you'll have yourself a little day. We want to thank you, Rich, for uh, hanging out with us tonight, man. Rich Healy from The Keep and also representing Medusa Brewing out of Hudson, Massachusetts, here on Wave Radio Boston. Hal Hawley's Rockin' Food Review. Rich, thank you so much, man. Thanks, Rich. Thanks, Rich. Thank you all. It was a real pleasure. 
Hope to see you soon. Maybe. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Rich. <laughs> All right, that was Rich Hilly again from the Keep in Lowell and also of Medusa Brewing. And you are listening to Hal Holly's Rocket Food Review here on Wave Radio Boston. If you want to text us a comment, 617-764-9283. Or on the listening line, call us at 617-829-9283. We're going to return to some music and be right back with our music guest, Mr. Melvin Taylor, will be with us. We'll be right back. Hang in there, kids.
617-829-WAVE or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you. Interested in having your own show on Wave Radio Boston? Whether you broadcast from our Greater Boston studio, your own home, or somewhere in between, we want to help you make your show a reality. Just send an email to sharetheair at waveradioboston.com and we'll help you share the air with us. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. Yeah, F you to FM. We love that. I love that here on Wave Radio Boston. I am Hal Holiday. This is Hal Holiday's Rock and Food Review every Tuesday night from 6 to 8 o'clock. The listening line is 617-829-9283. Text us at 617-764-9283. We are going to bring on a very special guest of ours right now, uh, our music guest of the week, Mr. Malvern Taylor, who's a, 
Amazing musician. Melvin, you there, brother? Hey, how you doing? Woo, there hey. he is, man. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, we're our pleasure, man. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining on. us. Have you been listening the whole time? I've been listening since I've been uh, since I called in. Okay, that's why you stayed in the line then. Good, <laughs> All right, making sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he picked his spot. And I, I'm, I'm here with my kids, so we had it on the uh, on the speaker. And we were listening. So very cool, man. Very cool. How you been, man? I've been good. I've been all right. You know, as good as you can be during the COVID times. Yeah. Playing low. It's all we can yeah. do, right? So, that Melvin. Is, that is true. It's all. Yeah. Tell us about your background, man. Your your musical journey, where you're from, how you uh, started, all uh, that good stuff. Uh, that's a good... Jeez. Uh, so, I grew up in Andover. And um, I started uh, playing music, like, uh, I think in the seventh grade. I took a... Uh, my sister had a guitar in her room that I wasn't allowed to play. And uh, I would sneak in there. And then at some point, she just, like, left. And never came back. Oh, like Chuck and on so, Happy Days. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a horrible reference that was. <laughs> I had a right. sister for the first season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Chuck on Happy Days. Yeah, she. Yeah, she she left and never came back. So I, I took the guitar, and uh, and she had an Eagles songbook. And one day it was like raining. I had nothing to do, and I was like just looking at the book, and I realized the those little, you know, those little pictures of the chords, you know, show oh, you yeah. where to put your fingers. I, I'm, like, do, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> As yeah. we speak, and it was like, oh my god, that's it, you know. And then I, and then it was, and then it was off to the races from there, and I'd rush home every day and play Eagles songs, and this was, you know. The Eagles weren't cool anymore. It was, this is like 1984, <laughs> so. Like, the first time I got together to jam with dudes, they were like, do you know, you know, Iron Man? I'd be like, no. Do you know Peaceful Easy Feeling? <laughs> you, get the, you know the best and, of my uh, love? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have to do that one. <laughs> then you're like, do you know Hotel California? Both leads are like, get out. <laughs> oh, I wish. Yeah. Exactly. Get yeah, out. Maybe so, Bob Welch. You know, so I played in. Uh, oh, Bob Welch. That's a. That's a deep. Uh, that's the. Uh, the guy who was in the Fleetwood Mac dude. That's that's right. Sentimental lady. Yeah. He's on Bear Trees and. That's my role that's here now, Bear Melvin. Trees. That's my role. I, I bring all the deep cuts. Yeah, yeah. The Chuck and Bob Welch. <laughs> He's like, Kim knows about beer and whiskey, and I know about deep we're gonna, cuts. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go pathetic right, deep right, cuts. Right. Everyone's like, yeah, remember that Barbara Streisand time? Like, Shut up, Mike. Then we'll get to a segment going, who would you rather hang out with? <laughs> well, I'm going to hang out with Melbourne because he knows all the Eagles catalog, so I'm with that. But, uh, uh, so then I played metal bands, because that's what everyone was doing. And, uh, there we go. You know, did that in high school, and then after high school, played the, we did that a little bit, and then um, and then Bob Nash and I we were in a metal band together. Ooh, Mr. And, uh, Robert, Sir we, Robert. Oh yeah, we've been we've been playing together since high school, and um, and then we let we left that band to start a band called Mudfoot that no one's ever <laughs> ever heard of. We did that for a long time, and then I started doing my own stuff. 
Well, man, you that was you, in '99. I think my first record came out. Well, you have definitely done uh, some impact in the area. There's no doubt about that because your Thank name you. your name absolutely solidifies uh, local music. Because you say Melvin Taylor, Thank oh, you. I love Melvin, I love Melvin. Everyone knows you. So, uh, and here's a funny story. Speaking of high school, Melvin, uh, my ex-wife yeah. went to her class reunion a couple of years ago and um, says to me. I went to a school with a guy that knows you. He says, oh, you know Hal Holiday," And I said, yeah. <laughs> I said well, I don't know anyone there. She gave me your real name. And then and she, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she says, oh, Melvin Taylor. And I went, oh, that's funny. We both know each other by stage name. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah. You've, you've definitely been an impact in the area for music. And, uh, you know, it's well appreciated. And I hope everything's going well with you right now. I know it's not easy, but yeah, I, I also great. see your daughter's actually jamming right now, too, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. She's, uh, she is. Um, she's, she was going to be making a <clears throat> record before COVID, and then COVID happened. But now uh, she's been uh, uh, talking to the producer, and I think they're going to do, uh, do like a remote putting together of a record, because who knows how long this is right. going to last. Maybe the yeah. Little River Band's greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see that article? Somebody posted an article about how, like, the actual Little River Band can't tour as the Little River Band. There's like a bunch of studio guys that are that tour as the Little River Band. Yeah, they, they go with Big Water Path now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's more like it's more like uh, like Steely Dan. You got you got you know Walter Beckett and and, and Donald Fagans and everybody else is not really part of the band. <laughs> You know, they just tour with them. Yeah, but but the guys that are in the touring Little River Band, like, I don't think we're ever in the Little River Band. And the actual Little River Band guys are alive and want to be the Little River Band. <laughs> somehow, they, somehow they lost it in some court thing. The record company's like, we own you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine Probably. that jury in that court day going, what band? The who? What? <laughs> Little right, what? Right, right, right. Are they still oh, around? Yeah. I do yeah. have their greatest eight track no? hits. And their lawyer was Super Tramp. You make me snort. We kids, when we were kids in the seventies, we used to have uh, Spanish kids come stay with us in the summer, like exchange. I don't know. I don't know why we did, but uh, one year they brought us a Super Tramp record, and it's like. <laughs> Change the trajectory of all of our lives. It was a crime of the century, and we listened to that thing all summer long. It was amazing. How do you say super strip in Spanish? <laughs> I don't know. El Trampo. Miro Consuelo. Super Tramp. So, Melvin, we're going to play a couple of your tunes right now, man. Let us know. Uh, tell Hi. us a little bit about uh, Love Songs for Losers and Blue Evening Dress. Ah, so Love Songs for Losers, that's the title track off of uh, Love Songs for Losers, which is my uh, fourth record, I think. And um, uh, I don't know. There's nothing really much to say. It's a song. It's about, like, it's kind of about... uh, It's about me, isn't it? uh, It's about my songs, really. (laughs) Kind of uh, talking about my songs, I guess. And then Blue Evening Dress is a song I wrote uh, at the Worthen House one night. <laughs> and uh, that whole album is an album called Spider and the Barfly, and it's all like I'd sit there in the Worthen and, 
and look at people and make up songs about them. Uh, I actually, so, I, I actually wrote a song on this album with Dire Hall that's kind of based on yeah. the word in itself. Yeah, uh, a lot of loneliness, a lot it's of a happiness. I must yeah, be part of about 15 local songs then. <laughs> I have to be part of a record at some yeah. point. When do I get my royalties, Melvin? Can I can I ask for right, my, right, uh, right, right. my my one my PBR check? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> no, man, it's it's funny though that uh, the word and can you imagine if we actually could figure out how many songs are written at the word and, and put a compilation <laughs> album together? Yeah, that would actually be pretty fun. I, and what I would do is I'd write like the music in my apartment. And I had an apartment on uh, it was a Pawtucket Boulevard. It's actually it's, it's a bridge now. It's like they tore the building down and made that new bridge. Did they call it the Melvin Taylor Bridge? Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were gonna, but then um, and then I would walk down to the Worthen and get a pitcher of beer and a chilled absolute and uh, write. We'll figure out the words and. That's all she wrote. Well, very cool, man. We'll be right back with Melvin Taylor here on Wave Radio Boston. we got two songs coming up, Love Songs for Losers and Blue Evening Dress. Melvin, hang in there, brother. We'll be right back with you. I will. All right, man. All right.
we've all seen the hilarious videos of oblivious phone users slamming into walls, other people, and oncoming traffic. Well, worry no more with Hey Dummy by Idiot Proofers. That'll never happen again. Before Hey Dummy. <coughs> After Hey Dummy. Hey Dummy, look up. You're about to fall into the Grand Canyon. Walk around with complete disregard for your surroundings and everyone else in them with Hey Dummy by Idiot Proofers. In a blue evening Like our Facebook page at Wave Radio Boston Rocks. You'll get show announcements, polls, and maybe some behind-the-scenes content that you can't get anywhere else. You can even make song requests. Try that with any FM station. All this can be yours by liking Wave Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook. 
join the real radio revolution and say F U to FM. Welcome back to Hal Holiday's Rocket Food Review. That was Mama Kim right there. We got Mr. Mike Lachance over here as well. Hi-o. Hello. 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 Hi, how are you? Welcome. Nice welcome. Have a seat. Sit, stay a while. Thank you. You just heard uh, Love Song for Losers and Blue Evening Dress by Mr. Melvin Taylor. Melvin, you there, buddy? Yes, sir. All right, man. Thanks so much for that. Uh, always so yeah. much fun, man. Just, it, it's really... Uh, Thank it, you. We're all sitting back here drinking beer, and we're like, this is nice. I feel like I'm on an island this for a nice. second. This yeah. is nice, everybody. Intended. And, and <laughs> then, then I went outside, and it was like hailing out, and I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in Melvin's mind. <laughs> There's some of that in there, too. So, so uh, Melvin, tell us about the... Uh, the instruments, the song arrangements, like how did well, those two dunes, like you, who's on there, what do they do with it? Uh, so Love Songs for Losers uh, was pretty much uh, just live. That's the, that's um, many different incarnations of the Fabulous Meltdown. So Love Songs for Losers, that has, I'm playing the ukulele on that, and Bob Nash is on the drums, and uh, Johnny Grant on the upright bass and Dave Livingston is on the slide guitar on that one and then we all sang harmonies that one was actually I don't know if you know but uh, up in Portsmouth uh, they have a thing called the RPM challenge where you write and record an album in 28 days no way I've never heard of that that's pretty awesome yeah yeah, it is pretty awesome so I did we did one of those and that was the uh, it was one of the songs on that I think. So we're all just playing that one live in a room. Well, and Kim then, Kim got uh, excited because you just cracked a beer. I don't know if you heard that or not, but she's like celebration, <laughs> bitches. We, we tried to hide it so much. <laughs> I tried to put it under the table and it didn't work. No, no. I you, totally you broke the rule. Yeah. <laughs> totally appropriate. What cracking beers to you, Melvin? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, I'm going to ask uh, you. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. Nope, you go for it. (laughs) Someone. Oh, so, uh, uh, so Blue Evening Dress, I was still playing guitar then, and I had a bigger version of the Fabulous Meltdown. So, we had a mandolin guy, we had, uh, and uh, Dave was playing banjo then, and Bob was still on the drums. And uh, I think Bob's played drums on everything. Yeah, including uh, my album, which he's not happy about. (laughs) <laughs> no, he, he didn't want to play drums. We well, kind of forced him. He switches back and forth between guitar and drums like every like eight years, and uh, but uh, I I I made him sick of drums after playing with me for well, as long as he did. So he did he did drumming on the whole Dire Holiday album, and he yeah it was incredible. So we said to him, "Hey, when we yeah. do our album release party, Bob, you know you can play drums." He goes, "No, I'm playing guitar." We said, Bob, yeah, yeah, yeah. you play the drums in the album. He's like, yeah, I don't want to play drums. I was actually, that's like a great trick. That's how I got the original Fabulous Meltones, was that I was putting out my first album, uh, Handsome Bastard, and I um, was like, I just need some guys to play my CD release party with me. Because oh. you know, it's hard to get dudes to play, because everyone's already in like three other bands. Of course, especially when you're playing originals like, that they didn't record. Yeah, yeah, I, I just need you to do the CD release party with me. And they're like, okay. And then I was <laughs> like, oh, that went so well. I got us a couple of, you know, like, I just need you to do a couple. And then 
before they all knew it, they were in, they were in my band. Oh, <laughs> I've been down that road. I've done that road I'm too. Fall for that. <laughs> I, I I did the same road with. Uh, me and Eddie did it with a couple other players like Bob, uh, uh, Ed Newton and Matt Seops and oh oh okay, I got this I got Ed this I, yeah and, and Matt Seops you know I'm like I got this gig that uh, I need a guitar oh, yeah. player and then oh sure that sounds good hey by the way I just book yeah. four more dude you said this is a one time <laughs> yeah. thing I'm like nah nah you're in the band yeah. now this isn't Star Search <laughs> yeah we're playing a we're playing a Chinese place in Pittsburgh on Thursday I'm at two thirty p.m. <laughs> Yeah. Bring your A game. Yeah, they want us to sound check at four. <laughs> You're like, hey, call out of work on Friday because uh, we have a gig up in uh, Framingham. Yeah. And rascals in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, Melvin, I got to ask you, man. Instruments. How many yeah. instruments do you play? Well, I, I, I play guitar and I play, uh, play the uke. And uh, I'm actually I'm a, I'm a totally self-taught musician, so I'm not particularly good at either one. I know the feeling. And actually, on Blue Evening Dress, I played the organ on that. Very cool. And uh, any of the, my older records, uh, keyboard stuff, I I played all that just because I can sit there and you know chicken pick it out. But I'm actually um, uh, next on Friday. I'm starting. I'm going to start taking guitar lessons. Awesome! I just For, started like, taking the first them. time ever in my life. Yeah, I just started taking them back in May, so yeah, it's it's a good I, uh, time for my, it. My ultimate, my ultimate dream is to uh, become a uh, the king of surf guitar. Who so, are you taking lessons from? Uh, James Godet. Oh yeah, okay, very cool. Yeah, surf guitar—that's yeah. fun. Amazing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I became obsessed with surf rock like uh, I don't know, ten years ago or something. I'm not even sure how it happened, but it did. I'm going to say and, with the uh, ukulele slash Hawaiian feel, I'm going to think surf guitar might have come in there. Yeah, it, that's probably where it came from. Somehow, it, it, yeah, somehow it got on my radar. And I started listening to it, and that's kind of where I'm at. All right, here's a question for you that I ask everybody that's yeah. a music person, and I don't know if you've heard of the show yeah. before, but this is going to be a staple of a question every week. Yeah. What instrument would you love to learn how to play that you've never played? The accordion. Ah, that's a second time someone said accordion. Hands down, the accordion. Like, had I started, like, accordion lessons as a child, and I was an accordion player, like, I wouldn't even need a band. I could do all my stuff <laughs> just on an accordion, and it would be badass. It would be. Like, Metal, Ozzy Osbourne accordion, that'd be awesome, oh. right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or how but about like, like anytime? Yeah, go ahead. Anytime you see a great accordion player, you're like, "Holy crap, that's well, amazing!" Well, you know, you must know Jimmy Otis. You know Jimmy Otis? No, I don't know. Oh. Oh, is he the one that plays with? Um, uh, plays with Eddie Eddie Dyer. He plays with the drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he also, he yeah, also plays right. like. Piano and, and he's just incredible, man. When it comes to, uh, it's like, he, he's a great accordion player. Yeah, there's a guy up in the um, in the seacoast, Gary. I can't think of, I can't remember his last name, but he's an amazing accordion player and does like surf accordion. Oh, that's music. awesome. <laughs> we yeah, we've it's actually incredible. played with Jimmy quite a few times for like the St. Patrick's type thing area, and yeah, yeah, the three of us will play, and it's like 
It's like having a lead guitar player with Eddie because he's playing lead on. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's incredible, man, what they can do. Um, I love it. So, accordion, cool. All right. Here we go. <laughs> you know what's cool? You say accordion, it sounds cool to Listen, say it. My sister, say... my sister traveled the country doing competition accordion. So, she was a badass. No, yeah. it, it's, oh, it's, yeah. so, it sounds like an awesome thing to say. My the accordion, until you say, oh, I want to play the theremin. My... It doesn't sound as cool. Theremin's cool, cool as, by the way. It is cool, but it's not as cool sounding. Well, here's the funniest story about The theremin's a solo instrument. Exactly. Yeah. I'm starting a solo band. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We, we play I... libraries. So my sister played a competition accordion. And this is yeah. kind of cool and pathetic at the same time. We had a basement full of trophies. I'm talking like a full basement full of trophies. And they were all yeah, yeah. accordion. None for me for sports. <laughs> none for me for anything. <laughs> right, stairs. Right, right. Yeah, four kids in the house, thousand trophies, all from one person playing accordion. <laughs> Very cool. Does she still play? She does it. And we keep trying to get her to do it. She won't do it. I'm like... I know you know it. Why, like, why is that? Was it like one of those things of like, I'm out. <laughs> you, you know? Yeah. And like the government she's, comes she, to her. She's like the accordion down. I'm sick of the paparazzi. I'm sick of the paparazzi following me everywhere. I'm sure graduating high school and, and moving on with their life, she yeah. got to a point where she was like, this really no. isn't cool. Becoming a registered nurse. <laughs> and Listen. If my sister knew how to play the accordion, my sister lives in North Carolina. I thought you my said you lost her the first season. The... <laughs> she did. She never came back. Oh. <laughs> but if she played the accordion, you bet your ass she'd be in my band at least for eight years. You'd have her back. <laughs> she she oh, thinks yeah. she's going in Without for a recording, but then she's on a world tour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. Not, yeah. This is the real Partridge family. <laughs> play it, Lori. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <we're... laughs> All right, Melvin. Last question of the night, yeah. and this is the good one, because I yeah. ask every musician this, too. What is your right. guilty pleasure of music? What artist would no one expect you to listen to? Well, I don't necessarily like to think of music as guilty pleasure, because it's all really good. But I listen to... Depends on what you're what doing be, with it. What would be a... Um, uh, I don't know. I'm, well, I'm a huge Bee Gees fan, but a lot of people... I'm a huge, I'm a huge Bee Gees fan. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I have—I've been a huge Bee Gees fan since I'm like six years old, and now everyone's coming around to it. No, but I like I'm old like Bee Gees, not the disco Bee Gees. Yeah, yeah, old, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like everything up until about '78. Although I don't like the Saturday Night Fever album so much, but uh, Main Course is fantastic. Yeah. Children of the World, Odessa. Um, you know, but anyway, uh, I don't know I like. Um, do I like? What do I like? That would be a guilty pleasure. Something that you oh, would... Neil Sedaka, yeah. Oh, they, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, all you, right. you win. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Neil Sedaka. It's like the soundtrack to my children's lives. That and Kiss. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, you're going to love it because I, I used to drive around my car in high school with the windows up cranking the platters, so... Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, right? That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not embarrassed about it now, but then I was like, look at me, uh, my tinted windows uh, and my double fake muffler. Cranking the platters in downtown Lowell. What's he listening to? <laughs> hey, and I'm going back <laughs> to Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, he's the coolest guy on okay. campus. <laughs> so, Melbourne, yeah, Kim. I remember when, when, go ahead. Go on. When MTV came out, I remember being on the bus and having one of the kids in the neighborhood being like, you wouldn't like it. Uh, they don't play the Bee Gees. <laughs> like, he knew you so well. <laughs> but you were the Andover, so what they do? Like throw his like his sushi sandwich at you? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. 
I'll make you eat my sushi. So, Melvin, Kim has a uh, quick question for you, or actually a quick a, re- a, requ- yeah. a request, yeah, request more than actually. anything. I would love yes. for you and Bob Nash to get together and do a little metal tribute. Like a re, like oh, a, we were, a know, revival. A revival, that's like the better the, word. Like the whiz, a reimagining. It's funny that you mentioned that. We were going to do, uh, so we, we were in a metal band in the early night, uh, late 80s, early 90s. And uh, our friend Harry Hawkins, right before COVID. Love Harry. Had a heart attack. And uh, we, cause we went to high school. I grew up with Harry. He moved here from Canada when we were in seventh grade. And Harry Hawkins took uh, class clownery to, like, a whole other level <laughs> oh, yeah. of art. Like, even the teachers were, like, had mad respect. They were, like, for, impressive. Uh, <laughs> they voted for him. <laughs> like, yeah, that was, like, you're going to the office, for sure. But that was incredible. But you're going with and, respect. Uh, so we were going to actually get the old uh, metal band back together to do a benefit show for Harry, but then COVID happened. Right, I was right. so bummed uh, out because I was actually on that show with Eddie. We were going to do the uh, Resolutionaries, too. It was supposed to be at Abrams, a big show. Yeah, and... you know what? Th- that night, I saw you at that bar in Lawrence. You were guys were going to be playing a show there. Yeah. The drumlet. It was like right around. Uh, it was it was right around St. Patty's. St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were unloading the car, and I was walking out, and we had a meeting, the metal band, uh, to see if we could be in a room together. <laughs> like we met there for dinner just to see if like we all kind of liked each other. It what by the place in Lawrence we that way you could stab somebody, <laughs> wouldn't get away with it. Yeah. Who cares? I'm not, I'm not really sure how that happened, but whatever. I wasn't gonna ask any questions. Well. If I could say, no. don't don't give up hope on that on that project. I think that can still oh, be revived, yeah. and I would love to see it. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Cool, so, good stuff. But he'd be playing drums. Good, <laughs> he'd be playing drums on my uh, release party too. I don't and, know. and we should get him a wig yeah, yeah, too. He just doesn't know. Him. Yeah, he doesn't know. Uh, Who, are you listening? It. Are you listening? Mark the date. Mark it date, dude. <laughs> so, Melvin, the last two songs you're coming up is uh, "Coming Up Roses," perfectly uh, segregated yeah. into that, and "Smoke and Mirrors." Tell us about yeah. those. Uh, coming up roses, there's a line uh, where I talk about the neighbors are playing our song, and that was um, I used to have an apartment in uh, Spaghettiville, and the people downstairs would get hammered every night, and then have these huge fights and yell at each other, and uh, that's what that's <laughs> referring to. And then what was the other one you're doing? Smoke and mirrors. Oh, re- smoke and mirrors. Yeah, I wrote it last smoke night. And mirrors, when I originally. When I originally wrote that, I like was like, nah, it's all right. And then we recorded it, and for a long time, I was like, nah, it's all right. And then like we would do like all nighters, so we had to like learn everything we had. And then the more we played it live, the, now it's like one of my favorites. But at first, it was like I was just kind of it was like a song to write. And now it's like one of my all-time favorite of my tunes. That's one of my favorite things, Indeed. though, isn't it? When you write a song and you're like, oh, I don't even like this. I'm not a fan of this. And then yeah. it grows on you. Your own I'm song grows on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, that's fine. And then, like, like years later, you're like, damn. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Where was my uh-huh. mind then? I liked my mind then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My mind was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that exactly. mind. I want that mind back Where again. Where did that go? Yeah. Uh, it went with my feet, back. my knees, my hands, <laughs> my back. Uh, yeah. So many other things, yeah. <laughs> Melvin, you've been awesome, man. We want to appreciate you having me on Thank tonight. Uh, so, huh. what's what can we find your music? Let everybody know. 
Uh, well, it's on all the streaming things, so Spotify and um, um, you know Apple, and and uh, you can go to you can go to melvintaylor.com, and I just discovered this the other day. Like <laughs> all of my albums are on that. Even though you <laughs> set it up, that's perfect. <laughs> I didn't. No, I used to have a I used to have a management company. Oh, and they set a lot of that stuff up like years ago. Oh, I did set some of it. Did you did you fire them? Because they did a good job. Obviously, <laughs> you even know you had it. That's perfect. Melvin, is this really you? They, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we just. We, I, I wouldn't say I fired them, but we, you know, I don't know. Parted ways. That's a. I don't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Melvin. But uh, all the streaming services. I'm I'm down with the streaming services. I'm not one of those. Uh, I think streaming services are great, and I think the uh, the industry has just changed. Yep. And that pe- people, like, that's just how it is. Like, people are going to stream your music, and that's great. But they should also, like, come out and see your shows and buy your shirts. And Well, I think that after that. this is all over, brother, that uh, the music scene's going to revi- uh, revitalize again and come back out, and there'll be a lot more shows and, and venues to see them that's, at. So. That's what I keep telling my kids, because they're at the perfect age. They're going to I keep telling them, when this is over, people are going to be dying to go out. Like, no one's going to want to stay home no. for, like, a decade. I don't want to stay. I didn't want to stay home the decade before. There's going to be an influx yeah. and a rush of people going to find something to do with music. It's going to be like it's going to be huge, huge. Hal, I'm guessing you're about. You're probably my age. I'm going to be 50 in March. No, nope, I'm, I'm younger. Like, I'm younger. I'm younger. Oh, okay. 47. <laughs> 19. Uh, there were like tons of them. There were like tons of venues to play. Oh God, it was amazing! You could play. You could play every night of the week. You could play Grovers and Beverly on a Monday, and Edible Rex and Barrick on a Tuesday. Oh Jesus, and Edible Rex on a Wednesday, and like, I mean, that was a great venue. There was always yeah. There was always tons of people man, there. Man, man, I'm telling you and right now, if you if you could get into Edible Rex, you you hit it. You hit it big. You yeah. got you got a spot on yeah. Tuesday night Edible Rex. You were in. Oh yeah. Yeah. The underground, all those yeah. places. I mean, played there a bunch of times. Yeah. I, I talked to these, uh, you know, guys that play with me and a little older too, and they've been around the scene since the 70s and early 80s yeah. and mid 80s. These guys played yeah. seven nights a week. You yeah. Know? They were out there I every mean, night. You, we, we we got paid the same exact money then that we do now. Just <laughs> right now. There's no Except doubt. No doubt. You'd play the channel and you'd get a platter of food and a case of beer, regardless of how old you were. And you get like 150 bucks. Yeah, and a hepatitis shot. <laughs> and this possibly will do it. jumped in a ditch in Rhode Island. <laughs> Melvin, we want to thank you for having, having us on. Thanks so much. <laughs> Melvin, thanks for having, having me on, on I appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for being on, brother. We're going to play yeah, the next th- two songs, Coming so Up of Roses. Smoke and Mirrors. You All there? Right, man, I'll see you. I look forward to seeing you soon. Absolutely, brother. You Take uh, care. stay safe, man. And we'll talk to you after Thanks this whole mess is over. We'll, we'll have right. you in the studio for some beers and fun. Wonderful. Awesome, brother. Right, Thank you. Have a good night. Take Thanks care. Bye-bye. This right. is Hal Hodder's Rockin' Food Review here on Wave Radio Boston. We are going to play a little bit more songs from Melvin Taylor right now. We'll be right back, so enjoy it. Lola, everything. Coming up roses Lola It makes me wish you were here Lola I miss your car mirror poses And the sweet 
smoky smell of you Lola, I'm telling you I'll never make it alone used to be so do we we're wave radio boston
were just listening to Melvin Taylor right there with Love Songs for Losers and Blue Evening Dress. Maybe not, but one of those songs. <laughs> Actually, it was Coming Up Roses, Smoke and Mirrors. <laughs> That's all right. You heard all four songs tonight on Wave Radio Boston. Happy Thursday, folks. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's not Thursday. <laughs> Happy it's Thursday Wednesday. on a Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday oh, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, so, Melvin, I want to give you the award right now for Best Radio Edit Time. In a set list because you nailed it with the songs timing wise. So thank you very much. You're listening to Wave Radio Boston. I am Hal Holly and Hal Holly's Rockin' Food Review. And uh, we have Mama Kim coming up right now. We've talked about Medusa, but she's going to give you a little bit more insight on the beer we have coming up. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Mama Kim? There she is. <laughs> I was like, you look like you're going to do something. Are you happened. going to I do something? I Should I come in? I don't know. I don't know what happened. He's I, pressing buttons. I didn't, I, didn't know, I didn't know if you had a whole beer and review. Oh, yeah. Like I forgot you said about that. Do. No, the beer review. Is that, that why I'm here? Is that why the... And Kim with a beer review. <laughs> it almost sounds like an intro to a, a boxing match. <laughs> in this corner, we have Medusa. In this corner, we have House Liver. <laughs> But in all seriousness, we're talking about um, Medusa Brewing. Beer in seriousness? They're, yeah, you know, I mean, I just, I, I, want, I want to talk about this beer. It's delicious. Okay. It's their, their light runner, um, oh. which I've had in the brewery, and I was really delighted to see it available in cans in the uh, liquor store. I went to, this week, I went to Drumhill Liquors in Chelmsford. Uh, typically, I've been going to a craft beer cellar in the beer store in Nashua, but this week, Rich advised me to go here, and they have a great selection there. Um, it's right, right in Drumhill. So this is... I've been there on my way to Bob Nash's studio quite oh, a few times. Oh, yeah. You mean the famous drummer Bob Nash? <laughs> yeah. At Drumhill Liquors. At Drumhill Drum Liquors. Nash at Drumhill Liquors. <laughs> Lots of drumming. Hmm. <laughs> Not guitar liquors. Drumhill Liquors. <laughs> guitar Liquors sucks. <laughs> So, Rich was saying the the Laser Cat, which is you know one of their um, their flagship beers, that was had a little bit more West Coast influence. This is your typical hazy New England IPA, which I love. Um, single, so it's a six point six percent. It's it's very approachable. It's nothing you know too over the top as far as ABV goes. Um, very juicy. Um, a lot of stone fruit, tropical flavor is definitely very hazy. Very flavorful. Um, yeah, I, I really, I, I really like this beer. I was really excited, like I said, to see I, it. I'm pretty sure there's not a beer from Medusa Brewing that I have not liked. No, no, they they're all about quality. They they they. I truly believe that they're not going to put out something that they don't completely stand behind. I they're, don't. I don't usually do light beers like this, especially with like a little bit of fruit taste. Light it. beers. Well, it's a light runner. I, yeah, but it's not a Coors Light runner, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real... There's time we got left. <laughs> I mean, it, it is an IPA, it's a but it's definitely a more fruit-forward fruit IPA, that's for sure. Definitely a little bit more mild on the hops. It it's tastes not... like summertime and regret. Oh. oh. For me, at least. Or chloroform and shame. <laughs> for me, by myself, at least. <laughs> Don't shed a tear in there. It, it might make it salty. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Michael, Michael, look at me. Focus. Focusing. Focusing. So, yeah, just to kind of round up some (laughs) some Medusa here, we're talking about um, the Light Runner here, which you can get in stores. Uh, Lola, you can get in the stores too. Like Rich was saying, it's kind of a um, reincarnation of the the Laser Kitten, 
right? Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. yeah. Laser Kin. You can get yeah. Laser Cat. They also put out a, um, a really interesting lager. Um, which resembles another can that you have seen in the stores. I like so it if, in the can. If you go out and you see the Bone City Lager, just let me know what you think it looks like. Cans, bones. Bone City in the can. Bone mm. City Lager. Mm, in the can. Okay. Yep. It's supposed to represent um, or have you see the resemblance to a familiar lager, just based on the on the canning. I'm going to say it's probably. Begin with a B. Bone. But no. Bone. No. Yes, bone right. begins with B. B. Good job. Good job. No, it, it looks a lot Thank like you. Narragansett. Oh. Just just the packaging, just the, really? the label. Yeah. The old Narragansett, the new Narragansett. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Is your slogan also Hello Neighbor? No, no, no that, they, they wouldn't be able to do that. Goodbye, Rhode Island. Get the hell out of here, neighbor. Get the hell out. Restraining order, neighbor. It's like stay in Rhode Island. We don't want you here. Beat it. <laughs> but yeah, we we we've got a lot of love for Medusa. Really great to see them out now that Rich is working in their sales department. You know, to see them out in the liquor stores and more readily available for pickup. Um, great show. Yeah. I, I, thank you again. Hold on. Mm. Always got the 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 five the, the five zero. What the hell is that? Oh, that's what you parked next to. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> eight lines here. <laughs> the four one one on beer. When do I get my opening song? Can you I? Don't. Can, you can don't, the crowd you don't, choose? No, you don't. Get, no, you, don't get no, you get nothing. All right, you get well, nothing. Yeah, you, you, you get you get free beer every Tuesday. <laughs> that's my that's, that's my beer review. That's it. So. <laughs> Mama Camp always nails it right there. The, yeah. the woman knows her beer. There's no doubt about it. And whiskey, and bourbon, and vodka, and gin, and everything else that has to do with drinking. Well, you have a problem. <laughs> you need to talk. No, we've we've talked about this. I just like to do my research. I like to bring to the listeners a more educated perspective. Your family's here to talk about what you've been going through. I know. I know. Everybody's just well, when when Paul's dad was listening, he's like, I didn't realize she knew so much about alcohol. He's like, She's got a problem. <laughs> I'm like, no, that I'm I wanna make sure that's and, and not how I'm represented. <laughs> It's no, okay. didn't we come off like true. that at all. And believe Thanks. me, who better be with than someone who has an alcohol problem? Yeah, exactly. I don't feel so bad. I don't feel so bad. No. No, you look pretty good, actually. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> you look good you quit drinking two minutes ago. Nope. <laughs> Been about 35 seconds. Keep it going. Mm. <laughs> so we are here tonight on Wave Radio Boston. The Hell Hall is Rockin' Food Review with Mama Kim and Mr. Michael McChance over here. <laughs> Michael McDonald's here. <laughs> Michael McDonald. Michael McChance Donald. We had uh, Rich Healy from The Keep in Lowell, Massachusetts tonight. Great guy. As well as he represents Medusa Brewing out of Hudson, Massachusetts. We had the one and only special Melvin Taylor tonight, who was amazing. What a great interview, right? Yeah, he was a lot of fun. Cool we guy. appreciate him cool coming guy. on. Melvin, I didn't realize you were awesome. so cool. I'm just kidding. I heard a lot about how cool you were. It pisses me off all the time. But it's okay. I love you to know. It's okay. Now you're I'm going to learn the accordion tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have on next week? Oh, next week. Is there a next week? Pete, if you're listening, is there a next week? I just want to make sure. 
Uh, so next week we have on, uh, I don't know, who do we have on? Don't you week? have Tim Kachansky in? I do have Tim Kachansky in somewhere. I don't even know where the hell this page is going right now. Well, I mean, that doesn't really matter. You can just let them know who we who's do. on. Paul, we, this, is we called, have... this is called the setup. Oh, <laughs> my she's bad. Setting you, she, it's a setup. She's she's pulling it in so you can take it. It's a set, It's part of the biz, as we call it in Hollywood. Thank uh, God Mike's here. What Hollywood are you working for? Because <laughs> the setup. Picking it up, pulling <laughs> yeah. it in, putting it in. The Westford Lowell <laughs> Hollywood sign. You ever seen it? Bub? Yeah. Okay. Fine. I get it. <laughs> nice job, Kim. So we have Tim Kachansky on next week uh, with possibly Baxter Brewing, which would be kind of cool, right? Cool. Yeah. We like Baxter from uh, Maine. Oh, oh Baxter. Baxter. <laughs> I don't know Spanish. And we have Troy's uh, Fresh <laughs> Eatery and Jesus. Juice, which out of London, Dairy, New Hampshire. So next week, I will turn myself into Fritz Wallaby because we're going to London, Derry, New Hampshire. And I'm just doing this because I'm going to take his place. That's going to be my job in 10 years is taking Fritz Weatherby's place in New Hampshire. Was that a Sean Connery impression? No, it's Fritz Weatherby. 10 years, eh? Five. (laughs) I'm trying to give the guy credit here. Fritz Weatherby. If you look like Fritz Weatherby in 10 years, I'm out. You should be happy if I look like Fritz Weatherby. What is Fritz Weatherby? (laughs) (laughs) I'm from Upper New Hampshire. It's Hampshire. The Hampshire. No, get it right. The Hampshire. There's no I, R, or E. It's Hampshire. <laughs> oh, that was a good Sean Connery. <laughs> That's more Sean Connery That's than it was. That's more than Connery. I bring the heat. What heat? I don't know. Bring the heat. I'll bring everything. I don't the- care. It's weather me. Am I dead or alive? <laughs> We want to thank you for joining us tonight. We are Hal Holiday's Rockin' Food Review here on Wave Radio Boston. If you want to tune in to us later on, check our rebroadcast at Wave Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook or WRBRocks.com. You can listen to the show next week. You can torture yourself again if you want to listen to the show. <laughs> Up to you. I get to my right, Mama Kim over here. Have a good evening, everyone. Oh. So happy to be here. Yeah, we harmonize. Keep and dance with Mama King. <laughs> <laughs> to my left, we have the new and improved hey, hey, I... and uh, probably fired after this week, Michael LeChance <laughs> over here. Mayor McChance. Will I be back next week? I mean, we'll see. Eh, we'll let you we'll know. See. Oh, I hope so. Just I call hope me Bluto. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Stay safe. Take care of each other. Love one another. Life is not just rehearsals. It's one act performance. Make it your best. I'm Hal Holiday. This is Mama Kim and Michael Chance. We are out of here. Have a great night, everybody. This is called Three Shots Ago. Making me feel stuck in my own head Like a demon digging holes in my brain Well, I'll be the phantom with the face of flame Dancing round and round in the rain Dancing round and round in the rain In a barrel now I'm going down some frozen waterfall Well still I'd rather be here than in your grace With your righteous self I'll bust in my balls Your righteous self I'll bust in my balls
My beard is getting gray and I'm crazy My threshold for bullshit's too low And if you think I'm something now, baby You should have seen me three shots ago You should have seen me three shots ago Weaponize my language, I see you there You poison all the world from your phone Well, lights on the bridges are all you now You're stagnant cold, that's out there alone You're stagnant cold, that's out there alone Well, my beard is getting gray and I'm crazy my threshold for bullshit's too low And if you think I'm something now, baby You should've seen me three shots ago You should've seen me three shots ago Go, go Whose history's hound your horse? Listening for so long, so long. Whose souls walk your abandoned walls? I've been here listening for so long, so long. I've been here listening for so long, so long. I've been here listening for so long, so long. Well, my beard is getting gray and I'm crazy. My threshold for bullshit's too low And if you think I'm something now, baby You should've seen me three shots ago You should've seen me three shots ago You should've seen me three shots ago You should've seen me three shots ago, you